0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist said to his disciples He who comes from above is above all. He who is of earth belongs to the earth, and of the earth he speaks. He who comes from heaven is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. He who receives this testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God. For it is not by measure that he gives the Spirit. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. He who believes in the Son has eternal life, he who does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God rests upon him." The Gospel of the Lord. Praise so as we continue into this Easter season, we've moved past the resurrection accounts, then we went through the necessity Of baptism, and now we have the emphasis in the Gospels on uh, the importance of faith, right? Belief in the Son, belief in the One that was sent in order to accomplish all of these things. And so, all of these mysteries that have been accomplished by Christ are useless to us if we do not believe in Him, right? So, if we do not actually have faith in Him, have faith in His power, uh, and have this confidence in the One whom the Father has sent, in the One who Uh, The Father loves and in the one whom all things have been given into his hand. And so our judgment and everything rests in the hands of the Son. And so it is also for us to build that relationship in that in this life with him. And so the context also for this gospel scene is important. Why is John the Baptist saying this to his disciples? It's because they've come to him and they've said uh, they've said to him, the one whom you baptize, the one who came for baptism, He is now baptizing and everyone is rushing to him. And they are upset about this. But John the Baptist says that this is the cause of his rejoicing. He says, now my joy is complete. My joy is complete. He is truly the friend of the bridegroom. That's his role. That is his mission. He is the voice that cries in the wilderness. But he's also the friend of the bridegroom. And as the friend of the bridegroom, he rejoices when his role is accomplished. As anyone who begins something, we want our work to be finished, to reach its end, to do and to be what it is supposed to be. And so as the friend of the bridegroom, he rejoices not only to see the bridegroom, but also to see the bride united with the bridegroom. And so his joy is complete, not only in seeing Christ and proclaiming him, but also when all of those souls begin flocking and rushing to Christ as they are. And so he counters the anger or the upset that is in his disciples with his own joy. He says, "My joy is now complete." And then he has that beautiful line, that phrase which should should be, I think the central line of which underlines all of our spiritual lives, "He must increase and I must decrease." That's his profound line, that beautiful statement of truth. "He must increase" I must decrease. And so one of the church fathers and other commentators, they say, what does it mean for the Lord to increase? If he is God, how does he increase? The answer is he doesn't. He is perfect. In his divine nature, he is perfect. And so the increase of Christ is what takes place in souls. He must increase, I, the ego, all of that must decrease. And so it is this beautiful transformation that happens in us through Christ that we begin to fill our minds with his truth and our hearts with his love. And that is how Christ increases in us and how we die and decrease. But in doing that, we are truly found. When we die with Christ, we live with him, we reign with him, we are raised with him. When we lose our life, we find it. It's the great mystery of the interior life of grace. And so John the Baptist is now calling his disciples to this. And he is again now speaking of how christ is above all things and that he was only ever a servant of christ that he was only ever one who spoke on his behalf that he was never deserving of anything that christ is completely deserving of and so as this beautiful humble servant he now steps into the shadows he now steps out of the light in order that the focus might be on christ And so he continually turns his heart, the hearts of his disciples, to the Lord. He who comes from above is above all. He has these beautiful statements on the Lord, which are just truth. He who is of earth belongs to the earth, but he who is comes from heaven is above all. And he says he bears witness to what he has seen and heard. John the Baptist was able to see the Lord in terms of his human nature, and was able to give witness to Christ because of that reality. But the Son is the one who beholds and sees the Father. He is the only one who is able to tell us of the Father. He sees and he hears. And so what St. Thomas Aquinas says is he says that this seeing and hearing of the Son of the Father is the fact that he proceeds from the Father, that he is divine because he proceeds from the essence of the Father but also he is the word of the Father's intellect. What does that mean? (laughs) He is the word of the Father's intellect. I think that it's helpful to understand that and it can be understood fairly simply, which is that whenever we have a word in our mind, that word is more than simply the word that we have, right? So for example, if I say the word car, everyone has an image immediately that comes into their mind and you're thinking of more than just that word, you're thinking of metal, wheels, seats inside. You have all of this that, con- that, is, that sits behind that word, all of this information that is contained within one word. And so also with the Father, there is one word which contains all of the understanding of the Father, and that word is the Son, the one word that is in the intellect of the Father, that is the complete comprehension and understanding of the Father. But in order to understand something that is divine and that is infinite, you have to be infinite. And so the Son is infinite as the Father is infinite in understanding the Father. He is this one word, this understanding of the Father. And that's important because then that gives him the authority to come and proclaim. He sees and hears and he is able to come down to our level and make what is invisible, visible. Proclaim the truth to us in that understanding. And so the more that we become like Christ, the more we come to know the Father. The more we come to know the Son and love the Son, the more we come to know and love the Father. And so it is this beautiful then mission of the Son that we now participate in through the sacraments, through his grace, and this is what John the Baptist is pointing us towards. The one who comes from above, who is above all. Amen.